Jamie's Stephen show. Let's talk Disney. That's wrong, Stephen. <laughs> Let's talk movies, music, and magic. That's better. <laughs> See, I do oh, know it. Oh, you get there eventually. I will by about what? Strange world. <laughs> <laughs> So this week it's Peter Pan. It is. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Please so, uh, waited so long to do that. I know. I have. I've been itching. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I've been looking forward to this one, and I was looking forward to watching this one. To be fair, I do watch this one a lot. Yeah, I've not been. This isn't one that I would choose to stick on, but every time I put it on, I enjoy it. Yeah. So it's yeah, yeah it's. Represents this era, if I'm honest. Yeah. I don't choose to put them on, but yeah. When I do, I, I enjoy them, unless it's Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. <laughs> in which case, no one's going to. And if you've on. not listened to that episode, then go back a week and you'll yeah. hear traveling time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, last week's episode, we rewatched Alice in Wonderland, and yeah, we had thoughts on that one. Yes. Um, and if you haven't already let us know your thoughts please let us know email us um, yeah. send us a DM on Instagram um, leave a review and let us know in your yeah. review what you think of um, the film that we've rewatched. and catch us on threads oh yeah we love threads we love I'm threads. really getting into threads yeah actually. I know you are yeah. my phone vibrates and it's like such and such has liked your post and it's like I don't remember posting <laughs> And I go on and like you've been on there for like a day and I I'm know. like, what's all this? Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. So yes, make yeah. sure you send Jamie a message on threads. <laughs> so, Peter Pan, mm-hmm. um, released in July 1953, mm-hmm. so two years after Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. We're now at, I would say, when this comes out, you know, we are two years away from Disneyland opening. Yep. So he would have been really involved yes. now in that park and not so much in the films, I don't think. However, it's not shown in this. No, well, this is one of his favourite stories. Yeah. And this was something that he wanted to do as... Some sources listed as the second animated classic. Now, I actually thought that this was meant to be the first... So maybe I've got that wrong, or either way, it was meant to be mm-hmm. very early made. Either Snow White or Pinocchio. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, again, I'm glad it wasn't made back then because yeah, it wouldn't have been as type. magical. No. So yeah. IMDb synopsis. Go for it. Okay. Wendy and her brothers are whisked away to the magical world of Neverland with the hero of their stories, Peter Pan. Oh my God! I've got the same one. Yeah, I've made the set. No. I was going to say. <laughs> a teenage boy kidnaps a girl and her younger brothers. Yep, he does. I also put to tease a pirate, but... <laughs> well. Don't know if it needed that. <laughs> no, I don't think it needed that. Um, IMDb stars, it's got 7.3. Now, if you don't know, we always give it out of 5, but IMDb is out of 10. And it's got critics' reviews yeah. and, like, people's personal reviews. So this is based on, like, those that have gone on and done a star rating. And it's got 7.3. Yeah. Which, yeah, I think a 7 
Uh, if we were going to do a 10, I think a 7 Yeah, is... I think that's what I would be picking. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's about right. Whereas Alice was... Yeah. Last week. <laughs> it's the 14th classic. Mm-hmm. Um, an hour and 17 minutes. So... Well, usually I was going to say quite short, but actually all of the films around this period yeah. have been an hour and yeah, about something 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about an hour and a quarter, yeah. yeah. Um, it cost four million, approximately, and made 87 million. So a pound or two more then, mm-hmm. or a dollar or two, as the case may be. A big difference between this and Alice. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, Alice so, is poor. Oh, it... Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Cast? Uh, well, I've got some bits. So, before it was made. Okay. It was originally planned. Um, Walt Disney considered making a Peter Pan film, as I say, one of the early ones. This was 1935. And he purchased the film rights from. And I wrote it down because I wanted to say it right. The Great Ormond Street Hospital for Sick Children. Yeah. At the time, the rights um, belonged to Paramount and they tried to do a bit of a negotiation and everything, but it didn't work out. So I don't know how it's got round or anything, but Paramount had the film rights. However, Disney acquired the animation rights. <laughs> so oh, okay. it was able to make an animated film. Right. Uh, the rights of Peter Pan still remain with Great Ormond Street mm-hmm. Hospice. And we know from being at the Disney store yeah. that that still continues. There yeah. was a... Uh, we mentioned about the tree at the Christmas time before and some of the cards and gift tags. Mm-hmm. That's in our Christmas episode if you wanted to head and look at that. Um, and I think that's still true of even the characters of Tinkerbell. Does Disney not... Although they don't have to pay the rights to use it, do money does money not go to Great Ormond Street? I have no idea. I don't know anymore. See, when you're a cast member, you know I all know. of these bits, and then if anyone does know, let us know. Oh, you know we will know, won't you? Who do we mention every time? Oh, Jess. <laughs> Jess. Jess might know. Yeah. yeah. Jess, if you're listening, let us know if. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you think Tinkerbell still yeah. is owned by the Great Ormond Street. Because I know that Tinkerbell as a concept, as a character, is owned by Disney, because before it was just a light. Yeah. But the Peter Pan as a book, is the rights to that are Great Ormond Street. Uh-huh. The rights to the stage play are now in public domain. Right, okay. So... Yeah, I think this might be a funny one with rights. Yeah. So, yeah. But yes, it was um, shelved in 1942, but resurrected in 1949. Yeah, yeah. good. Now you can move on to the cast. Sorry, I just wanted yeah. to get a bit of pre-making yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll list the cast, but we're our, we're, we will be mentioning the cast within our facts as well, so... Yeah. Um, so yeah. So Peter Pan, um, Bobby Driscoll, who we've mentioned before, he was in several 
films by Disney, including So Dear to My Heart and, most famously, Song of the South. He also voiced Goofy Jr. in the shorts Fathers Are People and Father's Lion. So not Max. Oh, so this is Goofy Jr. Or is this Goofy as a kid? No, this is Goofy Jr. Oh. Yeah, character is called Goofy Jr. Um, last week we mentioned her, Catherine Beaumont. She yes. plays Alice in Alice in Wonderland and she plays Wendy Darling. Yes, hey, Peter. Oh, get, gets on my tits. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. oh. Every Peter. time she says that name, oh, get out. Um, oh. Hans Cond, Con, Conrad, Conrad, Conrad. I got it as Conrad. Conrad. Yeah. Is Captain Hook and Mr. Darling. And Bill Thompson is Mr. Smee and some of the pirates. So they're the four famous yeah, people. I, I got more facts about the uh, the male actors because I think we covered... Yeah, Catherine we did last week. Alice being the main character and things. So. Yeah, I mean, although in the books it's Peter and Wendy, isn't it? Yeah. But in this... I wouldn't have necessarily said... I mean, to be honest, I don't think there is a real main character in this. I think they all have quite an equal amount of screen time. But I certainly... I Obviously, Catherine would have had a bigger role as Alice yeah. than Wendy. I mean, yeah. she is sharing with a lot of other yeah, big right. characters. And, I mean, Peter Pan, I... I get I suppose he's the character that takes them to Neverland is the character that's kind yeah. of the title of the, film. the story <laughs> yeah so I get why it's the title yeah. right? because of all of that and it's Captain, Captain Hook wanting to kill Peter um, but really they all have quite an equal amount yeah of... I think if it had just been called Neverland I think it'd yeah. be fine yeah um, yeah facts Yes, I've got to learn about the... Uh, oh, no, actresses. before we go into the facts, actually, I do want to mention the music. Um, because in Alice, the songs aren't really singing songs. No. It's not like, oh, well, let's put the Alice soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like this, like we've had with Cinderella, um, and... This has got proper songs. Yes. Yes. And we know... We can't sing one, one of them. <laughs> we know that one of them um, was going to be written for yeah. Alice in Wonderland. Go on then, you've waited a whole week to um, tell us. Yeah, so it was originally going to be called Beyond the Laughing Sky. Yes. And it was changed to the second star to the right. Um, and that was then put into Peter Pan. Which, yeah. I, Which, yes! Yeah. That those songs, especially the um, think of any, any little happy thought or whatever it's called, it that screams Disney to me. Yeah, think of a wonderful thought, yeah. any happy little thought, or any many little thought. I think it's any many little thought. No idea, but I do okay. apologise to anyone who has <laughs> got earache. <laughs> no, they won't. Um, think of sleigh bells, think of snow. <laughs> <laughs> if they survive, survived your loud voice. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've got, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly. <laughs> um, follow the leader. Yeah. I 
always sing that. You know when we're in I, the parks? Do you know what? Follow the leader I thought was an actual just a nursery rhyme you know like ring a ring roses oh really yeah oh. I always thought I never knew no but we're in the parks and we're marching this. off to the next ride I always say you know yeah. following the leader the leader um yeah that's there's yeah, yeah three big songs there um obviously second star to the right I mean that's even used in you know the the parks for yeah. like the fireworks and it's it gives you goosebumps it's just nice they're all nice they're, yeah 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 so apart from the leader that's not nice it's but it's jolly uh, yeah it's yeah. yeah so here we go yeah obviously what makes the red man red yeah we will yeah we can't uh, we've spoke before about different times and I mean, it, I think the best thing that can be said was Mark Davis when he was interviewed in the early two thousands. He said that if they was to do that film, they wouldn't do the Native Americans as they portrayed them in the nineteen fifties. No. And I think that just sums it up, really. Yeah, I mean, it's looking back. Obviously, you know, people say a lot now. Oh, but it was at the time. And it's annoying to think that at that time, and it was only 70, 70 years, years yeah, ago. Within not lifetime. really that long ago. Yeah, it's within people's lifetimes. Yeah, just like obviously, you know, other things like civil rights yeah, um, yeah, all, movement yeah. in America and all sorts. And the fact that, you know, Native Americans even now still don't really have a voice and they're no. not they're almost like I don't want to say extinct because they're not because they're there but people forget that they're there yeah because they just don't get enough yeah they're forgotten um, sidelined yes forgotten they are and I mean we've got the Scorsese film Swimming Flowers so I can't remember the title mm -hmm. that's apparently brought the discussion up again and it's always films that bring yeah. it up um, and yet it's still not any better I mean one thing I will say about when we look at these older films and it's a case of well no that's just a very racist stereotype mm -hmm. we learn from it and the fact that here we are now in 2024 having a discussion about how wrong it was then, how wrong it is now, mm -hmm. and what is still wrong, yeah. and the issues that are still present, mm -hmm. would we have that conversation if this film wasn't available to watch? Yeah, no. So I do think that actually having films and songs, you know, I know we touched on it with Dumbo. I do think that we need to make sure that they're out there in for people to see so they can start a conversation. Yeah, like for people to ask, why can we not say Red Indians? Yeah. And then for them to be explained why. Yeah. And I think. And then hopefully that discussion then going into the history of Native Americans yeah. and how long they've been there yeah. before the settlers. Yeah. You know, um. I mean, personally, I think that oh, Pocahontas does a better job yeah. 
I wouldn't say that it was perfect. No. Um, especially as the colour the color palette that they use is Mexican. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think this film... I personally think that the version that they use fits with what this film is trying to portray, which is falling into a storybook land. Yeah. Where you've got mermaids, where you've got pirates, mm -hmm. where you've got fairies, and where you've got, well, cowboys and Indians, really. Yeah. So I think the way that it's done, I can see why. And I think with people not really knowing the impact that that has on people, I, I get why it wasn't cut or taken out uh -huh. or anything at the time because you are portraying a caricature yeah but actually now we don't do that no it's just and it's as i say it's good that we can sit here and have that conversation yeah well this is one of the films that you have the warning before and it gives you the 12 second countdown and it explains that you know there it's restricted from the sevens so I'd, I've never played with the account settings on oh, Disney+. I, it's, no, I could still... Oh, no, I don't think it's on Jacob's profile. No, it's restricted from yeah. the sevens on Disney+, Plus and it has 7 plus written in the corner. Right, okay. When I watched it, it came up, and I was like, that's weird. Oh. But it's because of this. Right, okay. Um, Which is so frustrating, because... But it, does it, it not make it better that when a child is watching it, if they imitate, yeah, that well, an adult can be there to yeah. kind of say, do you know what actually? Yeah, because I had this. We don't do this. Um, you know, when I was a kid, my sister, you know, is younger than me. She'd have seen it as a kid. And funnily enough, we never went round going, "What makes the red man red?" You know outside I, of home like we would yeah. never call them that we never um it's just it's weird how some people see that see, for films me, have it's, such a it's the noise it's the how where you put your hand over your mouth oh which I'm yeah not yeah to do. yeah but that i would definitely say that when i was younger and we were playing in the playground mm. and it was those kind of games mm. If you were the cowboys, you would do the talking and the, the boots and yeah. the pistols and, and you things. Yeah, tobacco in your mouth. Yeah. yeah, and if you played the Indians, you would do yeah, the, the noise. Yeah. You would probably say the word um. Yeah, because or it, how. Yeah, yeah, especially, yeah. Because it's the caricature of yeah. that. Mm -hmm. And again, this is the 90s. So not that long ago, um, but yeah, I hope that children now just see the difference. Yeah. Um, oh well, I've watched this loads of times with Finlay, mm. and he's never said "red Indian," no. and he's never asked questions. 
he is more focused on the pirates, the pirates Captain yeah. Hook. And to be honest with you, I mean, I even said this mention to Luke. So he was like, "Oh, did you like Peter Pan?" I was like, "Do you know what? The only person in this film that I have any sympathy for is Captain Hook." <laughs> Because Wendy's just an annoying... No, Peter. Peter! 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 Do you know what? Those mermaids, we were only trying to drown her. I know. You didn't do a very good job. (laughs) Try harder. (laughs) Peter's a knob. Yeah. He cut off a hand and fed it to a crocodile. No. Like... You would go to juvie. Yeah. And then you've got the two, the smart-ass one, who was like, oh, yes, there's it. No, Michael. sorry. Or is that John? I, whichever one it is. Okay. Can't be yeah, doing with Michael's that. Yeah, Michael's the one with the teddy bear. The little boy with the teddy bear. Michael. Yeah. <sighs> he's so fickle. Signed to be a pirate. Okay. And Signed then he's to be an Indian. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to be one of the last... Okay. It's like... I know. We read as a story. I thought you were our mum. <laughs> You've yeah. been there, what, a day? Not even a day. <laughs> it's like, no, sorry. Uh-huh. He's drew all over his dad's clothes <laughs> and everything. Then you've got Tinkerbell, who, <gasps> I'm sorry, get Bitch. like. If, if your entire life is based around a man, you are a disgrace to <laughs> womankind. <laughs> uh, Captain Hook. Yeah. He's the only one that I can say, do you know what? Yeah, I, I get. I can see why he's trying to kill Peter I Pan. Get, <laughs> I get exactly what he's doing and why he's doing it. And do you know what? I'm there for him. Yeah. All right? Like, he's the hero. It should be called Hook. <laughs> Which, it which it does. In the future, <laughs> which we will get to. Yes. But yeah, right, facts. Yes. Um, this was a few last actually it was the last film worked on by all nine of the nine old men and it was also the last film released through RKO yeah uh, going on from this what Disney created so in Bruno Vista mm-hmm. uh, because he basically thought well hang on they're taking money from profitable films mm-hmm. I'll just set up my own company yeah I'm Disney I'm producing mm-hmm. Disney films which to be honest yeah I think he was completely in his rights. Yeah. Uh, one of the things, it wasn't the last, it also wasn't the first, but it was entered into the 1953 Cannes Film Festival. Yeah. Yeah, I had that down as well. Just stealing your facts. No, it's fine. I have a lot of things after uh, Peter Pan, so like almost the legacy mm-hmm. of Peter Pan. Um, I think one of the major things, you know, we talked about cast and things. I don't know if you wanted maybe to touch up on that. What about Bobby Driscoll? Yeah, well, I've got facts about the other that we mentioned, Hans Conrad and Bill Thompson. Okay. Have you got any about those? Um... Dun, dun, dun. I know, it's because it's all blurring. It's all uh, blurring. Yeah. Well, for me, Hans Conrad, uh, although he did voice other things in Disney, mm-hmm. uh, which includes King Stefan in Sleeping Beauty, mm-hmm. he also voiced the Magic Mirror, but not in the Snow White film. He voiced it in The Wonderful World of Colour and oh, the TV right. series. Yes. So he would have appeared as the Magic Mirror 
with Catherine Beaumont in uh-huh. those TV shorts. Yeah. Him as the mirror, weirdly, yeah. and her as Alice. Yeah. Um, the most thing that I was just impressed by this, but his probably most famous voice, apart from Captain Hook, is the Grinch from the original... But that original cartoon the original that's cartoon in the The original cartoon in the 70s is he's so the voice he's is the narrator, the narrator and the Grinch and the Grinch so you're a mean, mean one, one. <laughs> yeah. wow I never knew that I was really impressed by that that More is impressed so good than the other stuff. Um, he died in 1982 um, and he left his body to medical science wow they're my facts about him. Yeah. I have some more I'll say about Bill Thompson. Did you have any more about No. no? You go. Yeah, okay, go on with so Bill Thompson, yeah. Bill Thompson. Mr. Smee. Mr. Smee. Um also voiced Droopy, the dog in the oh, yeah. shorts. Yes. Um he was also the white rabbit and the dodo in Alice in Wonderland. Oh my god. Yes. And he played King Hubert, and I had to Google who <gasps> that was, but you see, yeah, Prince Philip's dad. Yeah, um, he had his most roles in Lady and the Tramp. Is it sorry to interrupt? But isn't it funny that like they both pay, play similar shaped characters? You know, Hook is tall and slim. Yeah. And Sami is short and fat, and so is King Stefan and yeah. King Hubert. Like they're, they're just, one's short and fat, yeah. one's tall and slower enough. In Lady in the Tramp, played Bull, the bulldog. Uh, ah. I think his name's Dashi, but he's the German Dashhound. He also played Joe, the Italian cook. Okay. And was also the Irish policeman in the zoo. Oh right! Wow, and God, he's bloods. Fifth character. Oh, Jock. Oh my God! The little Yorkshire Terrier, Westie, whatever that dog is. Scotty dog. That's him, <laughs> of course. Scotty dog. Yeah, just. <laughs> of course, you would know that. <laughs> of course, I would know that. Um, however, although he probably isn't well known for this, uh, he, this is my favourite thing. He was the first actor to voice Scrooge McDuck. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Um, his vi- final voice work and his final work was actually Uncle Waldo in The Aristocats. <gasps> um, he died in 1971, just seven days after his 58th birthday. Oh god, is that all it was? Yeah. Did so it we, say what he died of? Or? Um, do you know what? I... I did know, and then I think he died of a sepsis. Oh. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on that one, but um, yeah, go anyone to all those out there. Uh, <laughs> have a look on who he is, because he's quite an interesting character, and um, even if you just go to the Wikipedia page, <laughs> you will read yeah. bits about him, and I just... I thought that he voiced a lot more characters than this. Like, mm. going on. Obviously, he didn't. He died no. in 1971. But I thought he was still voicing characters in the okay. 80s. Uh, that period where it kind of goes from The Little Mermaid to Beauty and the mm-hmm. Beast. I just couldn't picture any that he voiced because clearly he didn't. But no. I assumed that he did. I think it's such a shame that 
but we didn't get that voice. It's a bit like Sterling Holloway. It's yeah. such a unique voice, yeah. and it's Disney. It's a Disney voice, and the fact that it was lost so early just—it's another thing in this film that's just sad. Um, I can't believe he plays Waldo. Uncle Waldo. So, yeah, so different yeah. to Mister Smee. Yeah. Wow. So. Fab. But obviously the saddest story of all is Mr. Driscoll. Yes. So I'll let you go on next. I know you've got a lot of things now. I'll pipe yeah. up. Right. So, um, yeah, I had to write it all down because it was just... And it got to a point where, um, like, I ended up telling Ben. Like, I said to Ben, oh, my God, I've just looked this yeah. up. And, like, I knew that he I knew a, a bit about his struggle between child actor and adult yeah and I knew that he did die young yes but oh my god when I read into him and I How found out how old was he when he died because 31 that's all he was 31 years old so we're both older though. yeah we're older I mean, I'm seven years older. And all of this happened in his lifetime. And yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right, so, um, I mean, the saddest part is, oh, like, it just, it's like one of those stories where could this get any worse? And it does. Um, so, obviously, we'll, you know, I'll just quickly um, go over. So, Bobby Driscoll... He was a child actor um, and, you know, he is famous for Song of the South, So Dear to My Heart. And obviously we've said how he's featured in Melody Time. Yeah, in, yeah, that, in the, the Briscoe's, Yeah, Pecklesville bit. And obviously in terms of a voice actor, his most famous role is Peter Pan, mm -hmm. this one. Now, between Song of the South and Peter Pan in terms of the release mm -hmm. um, it's a good like five years yeah there is yeah. so he is obviously older in mm -hmm. Peter Pan by the time the film comes out yes not at the time that he would have recorded the voicing because no, I think no. that could have been quite early on in the production it's like 49 when stuff like that yeah. was being recorded um, so but by the time the film was released he was older Um. So, there isn't an exact fact on the exact day, but they say round about March, early April, um, before, no, after, was it the following, no, I can't, was it before or after Peter Pan? Uh, I think it was before the release of Peter Pan. Yeah. So it was March, early April, before Peter Pan was released in the summer. Um, he was told that he was no longer needed by the Walt Disney Company. Um, when he tried to see Disney himself, Disney was too busy... Um, and it was since his secretary had informed him that he was no longer needed 
and apparently he broke down crying and um, was escorted off property. Now you see at this point, so uh, just for a bit of back I thing. think, sorry, I'm, I'm going to correct myself, I think this was after Peter passed. Yeah, so I, think I think it was the it, following year. Yeah. Because they needed them to promote the film. Yeah. So we'll say 54. Yeah. So we'll say March, April 54, 1954. This incident happened. So... Well, before he... Obviously, I mean... He was the first male actor Walt Disney placed under contract. Yeah, it was a seven-year contract. Yeah, he was one of the first two. So Lu Luana Patton, who was in... It was the Madden girl, yeah. yeah. So she was the first actress. Um, he was obviously voicing, like I mentioned, the Goofy uh -huh. Junior in the shorts... Um, he was not only the voice but the close-up model for Peter Pan uh -huh. a choreographer that worked with him was the the like movement of Peter Pan yes. and flying and things like that and he was basically his dad had, was working with asbestos and he was told to move to California so the parents decided to put him into um like to acting school he was picked up he was rented out to other studios to do work he mm -hmm. did work for RKO and others and then Disney had a contract extended a contract and then one of the reasons basically um, when he was doing publicity for Peter Pan he had to apply heavy makeup and it's because he had severe acne. Yeah, awful. And that was kind of... That was the final reason. Yeah, um, I mean, his contract er, was um, ended three years early. Yeah. Um, but he never knew until um, this March-April period because they needed him to do the publicity for Peter Pan. Um, so when obviously he wasn't contacted for more work, he'd then gone to yeah. to see what was going on and what was his next project and eventually he was, you know, dismissed and yeah, told that this he was no longer needed by that secretary. Um it gets worse. Oh yeah. Um so um I don't think I actually wrote it down. Um, I might have saved it on my phone. So I know when he uh, left Disney, should I say, um, he was moved from the acting school to a public school. And there he was bullied because of the film roles that he did. And it was there when he started using drugs. Yeah, that was the thing. I'd gotten it written. I read that he was seventeen years old yeah. when he first take, took heroin. Yeah, I was going to say heroin yeah. was, and the reason why it was heroin is because he had the money. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he met someone. Yeah. Got married. Eloped. Where did they elope? 
Oh, I don't know where they eloped to, but I know they eloped. Oh, so was so it like married in front of family or His parents or did not want them to get married. Oh, well, yeah, because weren't they like... Really young. Yeah. And then they ran away, got married, but they did have a ceremony the following year. Okay. Um, but yes. So. Yeah, and he had... They had children. Three kids. Yeah. Um, And then he tried to get... Was it he tried to go on Broadway or something? He tried I'm to get sure theatre work. But I know that he tried to go. I know he was trying to get work, and work dried up because the marriage was very, very short. It was just long enough to have those three kids, mm. and then he was such a drug user. Yeah. Um, that he wasn't allowed to see his children afterwards. Well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least she had her head screwed on. <laughs> um, but yeah, and oh, it gets worse, people. <laughs> it gets worse. Um, so yeah, so he managed to get a tiny part in a film, didn't he? Yeah, he was doing tiny bit parts, and I think he was doing. I know, right towards the end, he was doing um, parts in like American syndicated programs. Uh-huh. Um. But I can't remember, um, like, the timeline of that. Um, but basically, after Disney's work was not... It was non-existent. It just kept getting less and less and less. Yeah. Um, sorry, because I want to get this last bit correct. I can't believe I didn't write it down. I really thought I'd written it down. Um, anyway, let me try and find it. Do you... So I know about... Um, he was obviously... Well, he was arrested. Yeah. He was arrested for... Um, like a GBH charge. So it was a drug-induced. And he hit someone with a pistol. Um, but those charges were dropped. And then... He was arrested again... For drug use... And I think it was public disturbance or there, there was multiple different things, but he actually went to prison for a year. And it's when he was released from prison. Yeah, right, this is where I've got into. So, yeah, he tried to revive his career yeah. uh, when his parole expired in 1964. Yeah. And he travelled to New York um, only to learn that his reputation... So 10 years after Peter Pan. Yeah. yeah, so we're now 10 years after Peter Pan. Um, and yeah, he'd attempted New York, but his reputation followed him, basically. Yeah. And yeah, no one would hire him. And then, yeah, after a final appearance in Perro Helzer's Underground Short Dirt in 1965, um, it was in a short art period at Andy Warhol's so-called factory. So um, he was an artist and he did collages and oh, artwork. He? Yeah, and actually um, he was quite good at it and that could have been his avenue. If he had stayed away from the drugs. If he had stayed away from the drugs. So he could have gone down that road. He could have gone down that route. He had an exhibition oh. decades later. After death. After death. I think it was in the 2000s. Oh, really? Um, to be so who would have had his work? His children? 
I'm not sure. I, I know it was just he had an art exhibition where some of his collages and um, work on cardboard was mm-hmm. uh, presented. So he could have he could have done that. Basically, yeah. that was his route. Oh, but then yeah. we are talking about the sixties in the yeah. art world. Drugs are going to be there. Oh, There's yeah. no way that he's going to be able to no. escape that if he wanted to and still be an artist. So his get out yeah. is also helping towards his downfall. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So after that thing he did with Andy Warhol, um, he disappeared into the underground and um, had no money whatsoever. Like he, like nobody knows what exactly he was doing. Um. To before he died. And on March 30th, 1968, two plain children found his dead body in an abandoned East Village tenement. Um, Believed, this is the saddest part, believed to be an unclaimed and homeless person. He was found in a cot. Oh, a baby's cot. And baby's cot, surrounded by religious paraphernalia. So I'm guessing a Bible, maybe a cross. Okay. Yes, do carry on. Um, Yeah, believed to be an unclaimed and homeless person, he was buried in an unmarked pauper's grave on Hart Island, where he remains. It was actually Disney that helped find him. So his mum contacted Disney to say, I haven't heard from him, but... I'm struggling. I can't find anyone. Is there anything you can do to help? When I say Disney, I mean the company. Right. And yeah, because he would have been yeah, dead. Yeah, he would have died. And they managed to uh, track down with fingerprints. And the fingerprints of this pauper who was in a pauper's grave matched. Um, and yes, his body does remain there, but his tombstone is... Is, is it epigraph Epi- whatever that's called is his name is written on his father's tombstone oh right okay so yeah this is this is something like two years after his death mm-hmm. so, so yeah so it really it's when I was reading it I just didn't know who to who to care about yeah (laughs) because he was literally yes okay he was doing drugs and he ran away and he got married and obviously that marriage ended and he couldn't work but did he deserve dying at the age of 31 in a baby's cut I think it was even in a junkyard or like in a like a city dump kind mm-hmm. of thing no I don't know all yeah, I know I is just... it's for something that it's the boy who never grew up oh I I just think there's something yeah it's very it's so dark it's very very sad it's you know one of the many um disturbing 
stories out of Hollywood, I think. Um, there's yeah, so many is. of them, and yeah. this would be right up there for me. Yeah. Um, and it's the dark side of that um, profession, I think. I'm not saying that it's the reason he became a drug addict and it's Hollywood's fault that he was a drug addict, but it just showed that, you know... I mean, I know they're trying to do better now mm-hmm. and there are a lot of things in place now for younger actors that weren't there 10 years ago. Yeah. Never mind 80 years ago. Um, so, but, you know, we've heard stories of how Judy Garland was treated when she was a child actor at that time, how Shirley yeah. Temple was treated, even the likes of Marilyn Monroe, you know, yeah. as an adult. Yeah. Um, so... It's not a surprise for that era. I do think that this, the reason that Disney wouldn't talk to him, even though it was Disney that was like, I want him in my films. It was Disney that was like, yep, I want to sign him up. It was Disney that put him into bit parts Mm -hmm. until it got to the point where he was Mm -hmm. the voice of Peter Pan in Song of the South and whatnot. And then for Disney not even to come to the phone. Yeah. But also we saw something similar in Snow White where the voice of Snow White wasn't even invited to the premiere. No. So, again, we spoke about of the time what we know is wrong about the depiction of Native Americans. We're also talking about what is wrong with... Hollywood and the way it treats younger people and I actually think that although we look at Walt Disney being this magical person I think his attitude to his child stars was probably not what the Disney company would like us to think it is. <laughs> no. And, you know, luckily, thanks to the internet, you know, we're able to find these things out now and read about them. Yeah. And they can't be hidden. No. And unfortunately, it is probably one of the negative sides to the company. Yeah. And its history and of Walt Disney as a person because he literally, to me, the way that... Bobby Driscoll was treated was like you would treat a a washing machine that has done to eleven years of washing and you've you've decided to upgrade yeah. or get a new one. She's only saying this because she's I've literally just done that. <laughs> but the plug sponsored by you know, <laughs> No kindness, no respect, no. no appreciation that you know this actor. Um, was in you know f- several of his projects and Peter Pan has made money yeah consistently as well like it's and all because yeah. he grew up yeah and was no longer looking a cute little boy anymore and he was finally becoming a man yeah that all of a sudden he was just thrown out like an old rug or an old chair, or old bedding, or a broken washing machine. And what's really annoying is because he came, he was Jim Hawkins in Treasure Island. Yeah. And looking at that period of Disney and the kind of live action films that followed that, there was absolutely no reason for it. No. The Swiss Family Robinson, 
There's a role for him in that. Yeah. There's roles in, like, the absent-minded professor, even if it were bit parts. Or kept him as a voice actor. Or kept him. <laughs> if he wasn't happy with how he looked, he could have just kept him as a voice actor. Especially when you look at the films that come up where you've got Dalmatians. Yeah. You've got... Aristocats. Yeah, or... Talk um, about, he could have played Mowgli. Yeah. Sword in the Stone. Yeah, he could have played Arthur. He could have played... Any... Just because when we get to those films, like, I'm not... Those voices weren't exactly memorable. No. But do you know what? He could have been mm-hmm. synonymous with that era of Disney as well. Yeah. Just, you know, it's... He went down a dark, dark path. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, unless it was because Disney found out about his drug taking. It was before he took drugs after he was let go from Disney. Because it was why he was being bullied at school. Right, Okay. So and he was bullied at school because, because of his acne. He no. Oh, because, because he's been Peter Pan. He'd been in films, films. and things, oh, right? Okay. And because Disney dropped him, he had to move school. Right. Um. So yeah, yeah. it's it's so sad. It's a combination of oh. a lot of things, and I think it's just a shame that for a film about not growing, growing up, up. I know. And the fact that he never grew up. I mean, well, the fact is, mum and dad weren't there. They were in a completely different state. Yeah. And he didn't have anyone looking after him. I mean, the thing is, it's not even that... I don't know who is to blame in this situation, because you could blame blame him, you could blame his parents, you could blame Disney, you could blame Hollywood, you could blame the bullies, you could blame people taking drugs, giving him drugs, you... There's so many people you could blame. And I don't think anyone in this situation is blameless, but I don't think anyone holds the majority of the pain. No. Blame, sorry, but I do think his pain started... Oh, it's over lots of different things. But I do think the initiation of that was when he was let go from the studio yeah. and didn't find work. Yeah. And if the reason is things like because he had a spotty face it's awful yeah awful right okay we're going to try and you know get to a bit more uplifting or yeah, well, positive well I tell you what that was a bit sad yeah that went into it there I mean with the film Peter Pan um, you know I like to go to the things that happened after the film uh huh and you know this is the best way that he could be remembered and any of the actors who have passed away from any of the films um, I mean Peter Pan was re-released in 1958 oh so, so only five, five years, years later, later uh, 1969 1976 1982 and 1989 it also was released in the UK on the 1st of September 2023 for Disney's 100 um, on home media in the US it was released VHS Betamax and Laserdisc in 1990 but we had to wait until 1993 okay which is actually the version I think I had yeah I definitely had it on video so like yeah, I think that. that was so um, DVD was one of the first DVDs it was released in 1999 okay. and was only available for 60 days 
Weird. Yeah, that's why I've kind of included that. Like, mm. Okay. And for its 60th anniversary, it received its release on Blu-ray in 2013. Uh, we mentioned it was on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. It's restricted for yeah. certain age groups, but it was one of the first things on Disney Plus. One of the other firsts as well was its ride at Peter Pan's Flight. Um, that was an opening day attraction, and it's actually one of the very few left from opening, from opening day, day in Disneyland. In Disneyland, it's at five of the six parks, so it doesn't feature in Hong Kong. The one in uh, California was redesigned in 1983, so the version that you see there and the it's versions not the it's not the original because they moved bits around yeah. and changed things around, but the attraction. Is still there, it's yeah. just different. Um, and the version at Disneyland Paris is the longest. No <laughs> way! Yeah. I don't believe that. Because yeah. I've timed that right. <laughs> yeah, it's like four, four and a half seconds. It's two minutes, two minutes and like ten seconds. Yeah, so all the other rides are two minutes and the Disneyland Paris has a bit longer. I think it's the London scene. I think it goes over London a lot longer than it does the other ones. But yes, yes it oh, is longer. Okay. Um, I'm going to mention it here. Obviously, Michael Jackson has Neverland. It's a ranch. <laughs> yeah, it's ranch. He called Neverland. Yeah, and it was he's cited it as his favourite film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did know that. Um, Elsewhere, um, it was a sequel, Return to Neverland, believe yeah. in 2002. A watchable sequel? I have never seen it. Have you not? That's the only sequel I've not seen. You should yeah. watch it. it. Do you know what? I wanted to watch it after this, but because of the time, mm. I just didn't get round to it. And then, um, yeah, one thing after another. It's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But it yeah, is on my watch yeah. list. Um, obviously, we've got Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Yes, which I watch regularly. It's, it's good. good isn't it? it is good. <laughs> it is good. And there is a two part section, which is Jacob's favourite. Um, it starts Peter Pan, is that yes. right? Yes. Yeah. And it's. Um, That's released on DVD, I remember. Yeah. Oh, when we were at the Disney store. It's called um, Something Book. Um. Jacob will let you know. I know. You've only watched it not so very long ago, but yeah, it's split into two parts. But I remember but, that being on DVD yeah. and I remember it being released mm-hmm. and I remember there being a Peter Pan and Captain Hook plush, the plush dolls, yeah. for Jake and the Neverland yeah. Pirates and I remember it all coming out and I remember being, ooh, that can't be good. And I... <laughs> 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 Yeah, it was a uh, Yeah, no, it is. It is. It's good, and it's got a, a couple of catchy songs in it as well. The, the other thing that I am ashamed uh, to say, I enjoy the Tinkerbell films. You do. You have said this to me before. I, I don't think I've watched them properly. Do you know what? There is absolutely nothing wrong with them, and do they deserve to be on cinema? No. But do they deserve the hype to have, that they got when we were there? Five of them. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm sure there's do. five. There's the original. Yeah. The pirate fairy. Yeah. The snow fairy. Yeah. The boy fairy. Yeah, there's the lost treasure. That's the boy fairy one. Oh, is it? That's four. And there, there is another there is one. Seven. Happy to the Never Beast. Because that's one that... Is that the last one? Because that's one yeah. that Peter Pan's in. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I don't know. Spoilers! Yeah. Sorry! Um, and for one final thing, it's the live action Pan and Wendy was released last year on Disney Plus. Yeah. Have you watched it yet? No. Oh. <laughs> um, right. I, I mean, I had, I know we talked about Bobby Riscoll, but I had some other fun facts yeah, that I will it. try and quickly run through before we. Give our score. Give our thoughts and score. Um, so, Disney wasn't satisfied with the film. Okay. Um, in the end. Yeah, apparently, in the end, um, after the finished product, he felt that Peter Pan was cold yeah. and unlikable. Yeah, I don't like him. Yeah. Peter Pan, um, Captain Hook, all the However, way. However, <laughs> experts on J.M. Barry mm-hmm. praise this as mm-hmm. a success as they insist that Pan was originally written to be a heartless sociopath. Yes, and I agree. And he's a little imp because of his ears. Yeah, so... (laughs) um, Yeah, so even though Disney didn't like what... But he'd actually portrayed them in the way that... I suppose at this point, though, Cinderella, he was worried that she would look smug. Yeah. Alice was a cold character until she became the Marlo, yeah. And then Peter Pan being a cold character, mm. I suppose in his mind that was very conscious about yeah. what was happening. Yeah, yeah. To his leads. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, originally planned, Nana was supposed to travel yeah, with them. Yeah, she was. But one of the boys wasn't. Yeah. Michael, the smart one. I wish he didn't. Nana's fine. John, you mean? John. No, the baby. Either way. Oh, I don't know. I the always smart get one up. was not And apparently it was going to have a darker ending as well. Oh. But it didn't say what the ending was. Um, like on stage, Captain Hook and Mr. Darling are played by the same actor. Yeah. Looks were even modelled after the voice actor. Yeah. And Nana and Crocodile are also a dual role on stage. Mm. It's acknowledged by the fact the crocodile has dog-like qualities um tick tock yeah tick tock tick tock um yeah when Walt Disney was a child he played Peter Pan as in a school function mm-hmm. in the play the lost boys were infants who fell out of their prams while the nurses weren't looking whereas Peter Pan is a permanent resident of Neverland. The Lost Boys are only temporary lodgers. If they seem to grow up, Pan would kill them to prevent Neverland from overpopulation and reduce the chances of a challenge. Now, to me, this fact is evident. So obviously this is the, the, the play version yeah. evidence of people's theory that Captain Hook is not the villain he's not the villain and that actually he's trying it's... to save Peter Pan uh, 
save Wendy. Yeah. And our brothers he from is, Peter Pan. Yeah, he's not the villain. Yeah. He is the only person that I care about in this film. He's <laughs> the best. Although that's not how Disney portrays. Is the best it. designed character. Yeah. He's the best voice work. I think at this point he's just. He's the only character there who's, despite being a pirate, <laughs> yeah. he's the only one there with proper intentions. <laughs> um, in the play, Hook's right hand is the hook. Mm. But animators um, switched it so that, you know, he wouldn't be limited because the likelihood is he it's wouldn't... easier to draw. Oh. That's what I read somewhere years oh, ago. I thought it was because it would have restricted him as a character because the likelihood is he wouldn't have been a left-handed person. It would have been... Oh, no, yeah. I just heard it was easier to oh, draw. Whether be. or not it's the hand that's easier to draw or the mm. action, because obviously if you've got a left-handed person with a sword fighting a right-handed person, yeah, that's going to look a bit paper cut out. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yes, in the book he went to Eton. Captain Hook. Oh. Went to Eton. So all I'm going to say is that anyone who went to Eton are a bunch of pirates. However, Captain Hook redeems himself <laughs> by trying to kill a child. <laughs> well, do you know who went to Eton? Go on. Tom Hiddleston. Really? And he voices Captain Hook as a young. Um, like boy on a ship in one of the Tinkerbell films. Well, there the we go. The pirate fairy one. There we go. So yeah. Honestly, so not all Eton boys are that bad. No, honestly, <laughs> Captain Hook again. The one only good guy out of a bunch of villains. <sighs> um, Tim Hook. <laughs> Tiger Lily doesn't speak. No, Tiger Lily is Pocahontas. No, she's not. Cheers. No. So in the original pitch for Pocahontas, the guy who did the pitch, and when we get to Pocahontas, okay. I'll get more. Uh, but the only thing that he could do, because he didn't have time, and he was get a picture draw, of Tiger Lily. Get a picture of Tiger Lily. And basically the pitch for that film was a strong Native American woman. And it was Tiger Lily and I think it's surrounded by animals or something. But when we get to Pocahontas, we'll get okay. more to that. But yes, Tiger Lily won the pitch for Pocahontas. Oh! Ooh. So for somebody who didn't speak, she, <laughs> she did, did speak for Pocahontas. She did. Yeah. She did. Um, For Tinkerbell's Tinkle, now this I thought was amazing. And I don't think this department ever... I, I, I say it every time I watch a documentary about how a film's made. This department doesn't get enough credit. So the sound effects department. Mm -hmm. um, movie makers cut up pieces of aluminium okay. and strung them together. And when they knock, uh, it makes a tinkle and that's the noise that you hear of oh, Tinkerbell. Wow. Like... I don't know how they thought. Do you know what? Actually, it's weird you should say that because I watch Doctor Who. And <laughs> the DVDs and Blu-rays have a lot of behind the scenes and it's about how some of those noises are made. And the TARDIS is a key on a piano string being strung one way. It's fed through an electronic machine that plays it backwards. 
which is then recorded and played again. And when you actually listen to it, it sounds like it's moving away and coming towards you at the same time. And that's because it's the same sound, just reversed. But it's just uh, how they think to try. Who does that? I know. <laughs> like who sits like there? when you're sitting there thinking of how to make a sound, oh, shall yeah. we get some bits of aluminium, string them up and see what sound it makes? Yeah. Like, it's, I, yeah. But that's what, that's why I'm saying their department oh, yeah. is so under, over. it's overlooked. It yeah. doesn't oh, get yeah. the appreciation it should because, oh my God, mm-hmm. so talented and the imagination and the th- the, the, the thought to even look at yeah. certain things in yeah oh fab so maybe you should say that when the lion king the roars of the lion mm-hmm. are tigers not not lions. lions because tigers roars sound louder more like a lion's a lion. roar <laughs> <laughs> how we envision a lion's roar you mean yeah on film, on film oh right okay uh, yeah. Um, the original play ran 223 performances between mm-hmm. 1905 and 1906. And Walt must have... Well, he did. He yeah. did see them at that time. Um, it must have been later, though, because of his... Yeah, I, no, he wouldn't have seen born. the play, but because um, he would have only been four going on five. But he would have seen maybe a version of it, like an amateur version. And obviously yeah. he performed in an amateur yeah. version. I know that Tinkerbell was just a torch. Yeah. So, and he was, yeah, he was like, not my Tinkerbell. Oh, would have it been, it wouldn't have been a torch in that, in 190, would have had torches then? It wouldn't have it been, been like a tea light or something? It wouldn't or? have been a torch how we know it. No, it's, you like know, a lantern. Torches are also things like, you know, when people are in a mob and they've got like a stick with yes. flames on it that's also a torch or yeah. but yes it's just a light basically yeah Skull Rock was created especially for the Disney film it's not in the play oh okay or anything like that yeah um yeah I think that's it well I have a few hidden mickeys okay but not as many as I'd like okay because I've Ran out of time researching this one. Right. Obviously, in Wish, right. Pan is there twice. Yes, he is. Once in the one with the bubbles, once in the things. Um, and there was another one and I forgot I didn't write well, it I mean, down. Well, he's in that studio. Yeah, oh, everyone's in yeah. Once Upon a Studio. Um, but yeah, I, they're my hidden Mickey's. Obviously, okay. they're at the park <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> There is more, there is more. I mean, at the parks, I think Peter Pan actually represents more things in the parks than the majority of other bits. Because you've got the mermaid on the lake in Tomorrowland. Who are not there now, by the way. It's Hank from um, Finding Nemo. There used to be real mermaids. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, in the Disneyland? Disneyland. Right, okay. And they used to wave. Oh, like real people? Real people, yeah. Oh. So they were the mermaids there. Tinkerbell, um, and they did this for the 50th as well, but used to travel from a wire. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah, fab. Um, Obviously, there's a meet and greet with the majority of them, Mm -hmm. the majority of the characters. 
you've also got in uh, Paris is the Captain Hook's ship. To be fair, I think Paris has got quite a really good representation, representation of the film. Yeah. And the way that it's placed in the park, yeah. for those who don't know, um, it's very well designed. And because those park fans, you've all seen those bits that just don't make sense yeah. when you walk from yeah. one land to another. Yeah. Um, where it's like... Why are we going from there to there with between these two? Why is Mickey's filler magic next to Tomorrowland? Uh, or, yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> um, but in Disneyland Paris, they got this bang on where from Fantasyland, right at the edge, you have Peter Pan's flight. And you walk through to Adventure Isle and next door to that is Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. And in front of that, we have Captain Hook ship and Skull Rock. Yes. And it just works. Yeah, the whole... I mean, I have got lost around there quite a few times. Yeah, in that Skull Rock. It's fab. Yeah. And then it even goes further because then behind that, you've got the Swiss Ramen's... Swiss Family yeah. Rhapsody. It just goes. Yeah, and then it links into uh, well, Indiana Jones. Yeah, because it's and then, from Adventureland to yeah. Frontierland. No, Indiana Jones is in Adventure Isle, and then you go round to Colonel Hathi's Akuna Matata, and then in Frontierland. Yeah, that's what it like. Yeah. It's a complete, it's a, it's good a really flow. good flow. Yeah. And then you go into Walt Disney Studios, and they've got the magic carpets. As oh, soon yeah. as you walk we'll in. We'll talk about that park. So but, there are... Yeah, so, and, and in front of... It, like, the, the pirate... Uh, Captain Hook ship in Skull Rock is obviously in a, a giant la- a lake. Yeah. Like a mini lake. Yeah. And on front of that... um, That's where they have their meet and greets with Captain Hook and Smee and Peter and Wendy. Yeah. And in Florida, they have an actual meet Tinkerbell area. Ooh. Yes. Funny story about that one. Why have you? Did you meet her? Yeah, damn right. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> so we had a, a, an idea mm-hmm. while we were there. It was one of Luke's friend's birthdays, and it was my nana's birthday. And I got Chippendale, and we said happy birthday, nana, on the video. Uh-huh. Sent it over, and then for one of Luke's friends, we went over, and we thought it'd be a fun little thing. If she was to say from one fairy to another. Uh-huh. Because this person's gay. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> we joke about yeah. that. So, and she went, no, I'll tell you what I'm going to say. <gasps> and then she said, oh, I just wanted to wish you a magical... No, don't want any of that shit. I wanted... <laughs> so she really was Tinkerbell. Yes, and you know what? Peter Pan was an arse as well. So, out of all the character meets that we've met, guess who was the best? Captain Hook. Captain Hook. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, our meet with Captain Hook was brilliant. Honestly. Considering, like, he doesn't talk. Disney But he he- was so good. Disney heroes. You've no, got... our meet with Peter and Wendy was good. Peter was a bit of a... Our Peter was, um, Espanol. I think it's because <laughs> the Peter that we met, very, very good Peter, 
But he went on the naughty imp side. Oh, right. And he talked really fast. And he'd ask one of us a question, and then we'd be like, well, yeah. Was, and then he'd move on to the next. Uh-huh. And it felt rushed. Yeah. But at the same time, it wasn't rushed. It because was just how the yeah. character, and I suppose it's a hard character to make. We met Mary Poppins, and she was a complete nightmare. Yeah, I remember and, you saying <laughs> And, yeah, the... Peter Pan just wasn't... Whereas Captain Hook just stands there and he's very quiet and get a photo. Oh, no, my Captain Hook was very animated. Like, he like he um, got Finlay to do a hook. See, ours was during COVID. So uh, our pictures with Captain Hook is where he's on the balcony and oh, we're right. underneath. So he was very waving at everyone yeah. and then he'd pose for a photo yeah. and he'd, uh-huh. you know, do his... I'm doing... Mimics, by the way, yeah. <laughs> I'm not on but to anyone who's looking through the window, would have seen to be a pirate just then into a microphone. Um, <laughs> but yes, Captain Hook, all, all the way. way. Um, right, so will we get on to what we think of the film? I think I know who you're going to be I think we've gone through, yeah. I'll let you go on with that. What um, you thought. So, Thoughts. Yeah. Moral of the story is as I wrote down. <laughs> Be a pirate. <laughs> um, growing up is necessary um, rather than something to be avoided. Oh, yeah, that was the, the moral of the story that I'd found like as like a fact sort of thing. So, so obviously, you know Wendy doesn't want to grow up. No. However, at the end of the film, she realises that it is part of life and that you know, she should just embrace oh, it. She right. should embrace you know it. I just realised. What? You know how Captain Hook's the hero of the story. All right, okay. In your mind. I, I, I'm going to persuade you. Okay. Now. So you know in the same way as kidnap the kids. Yeah, and... He's like, sign up to be a pirate. Uh-huh. And we're going to leave. Uh-huh. If you don't, you'll walk the plank. Yeah. Knowing that Peter's going to save Wendy. No, because he thinks Peter's he dead thinks from he's the bomb. Dead, but if they stay in Neverland, which is the land that Peter's create, mm. like, in charge of, shall we say, obviously those lost boys die Yeah. when they get a bit older. Uh-huh. Captain Hook's trying to save them in the only way he knows how. Become a pirate yeah. or you'll die. Yeah. And... He tries to think, and then Peter Pan comes along and ruins it all. But he does take them home, so in the end, Peter Pan takes them. Yeah, home. yeah only because he doesn't want any of those boys to grow up. No, and true. It's a testosterone fight. <laughs> That's what it is. Um. <laughs> he so, must have a really uh, small knob. <laughs> 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 and he's a boy. He is worth. Oh, he's oh. he's fourteen. Okay, he's old enough to uh, yeah. know about those bits. It must be small for him to be worried about children. I and know, it's Captain, very dark. And then Captain yeah. Hook comes along. <laughs> I mean, I get obviously it was a play. It wasn't really a book. The book it was after, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. So, so the play's in public domain because it's yeah, older. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but I've not read the book. No, I've not. Um, I tried to. I did try to when I was younger and I gave it a really good go and it does the beginning bit felt the same as the film. Oh, okay. 
um, when they were at home uh-huh. and things. But after that, I, I just stopped reading it. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, I put... It's it's not slow. No, no, it's good pace. Good. Yeah, really good pace. Easy to follow. Yeah. There are strong characters. Captain Hill. Yeah, I did write Captain Hill. <laughs> yes. And I wrote Tinkerbell as well. Very strong character, just don't like her. Yeah, don't like her, but she is, like... I mean, you can't She's rounded. Not, yeah. She is rounded. Like... You know how she sounds. Yeah. You know her what she thinks, even though she doesn't talk. Yeah. You know exactly how drawing, she feels. And you can follow that. It's she's really in terms of how she looks. Yeah. She it you can't not watch her. No. Uh, because yeah. she's just that glow. Yeah. That glow is amazing. Yeah. How that's and going. the pixie dust and yeah. And she's you know she's strong in terms of uh you know like the way that she's not afraid of captain hook she, she you know she went there um, yeah. okay she was trying to do wendy in but i mean at that point <laughs> um, i think tink was just trying to save wendy <laughs> i've written that obviously peter and wendy are not the strongest no um and i feel like they almost get a bit lost. I couldn't tell you, apart from being a whiny little bitch, I couldn't tell you what Wendy's I mean, obviously, their, their big scene, to me, and their most memorable scene is with the mermaids. After that, yeah. I feel like all the other characters take over. Even when they're at the end and they're, you know, fighting, um, it's Captain Hook that I always uh, I think of it's not really Peter and Wendy no um and I put you know the songs as well are really good apart from what makes the red man red yeah I mean context wise yeah it's no but as a song as a tune there is nothing wrong with that tune it's the subject yeah it's the words um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I had some questions. So it was like, oh, did Wendy's dad meet Peter Pan when he was young? It was a ship that he saw a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I put, you know, because it starts, the narrator says, all this has happened before. At the beginning yeah. of the film, he says, all this has happened before. Yeah. So is it that because of their dad but obviously as he's grown up he's forgotten yeah and and then I wrote was it all a dream yeah you as see, well it's you know weird. is it that she did go to sleep that one night in the nursery and this is what she dreamt so if it was what she dreamt that would explain why Captain Hook is the dad yeah however when one frequented the uh, boards of the theatre, <laughs> a handful of times, uh-huh. as many fingers as uh, Captain Hook had, <laughs> um, we uh, I did Little Shop of Horrors, and the character, it's not in the film, but the character of the dentist then becomes the character of each of... It's the person who... Um, like signs him up for the 
news channel, the, the radio show, and it keeps coming back. It's the yeah. same actor, because it was me. And he, the reason for that is because you have got these horrible characters that are easy to do away with, so therefore you can see why Seymour's doing it, and it's uh-huh. just a way of the audience relating that it's a horrible character. Uh-huh. So... Is Captain Hook the horrible character because the dad is the horrible character? Yeah, he's like is the that tougher parent. The link there, yeah. or is it because once Captain Hook left Neverland, he became the Mister Darling? No. Yes. No. Yes. Why wouldn't he be? No. Well. For a start, that would mean Captain Hook would be Grand. really old. <laughs> well, yeah, his hand appeared. And it's the other way around. He would be really old. Because he's already old in Neverland. <laughs> then to meet the mum, has three kids. I suppose. So, yeah, no, maybe. I, no, I am putting my foot down on that Peter one. Because he Pan as much as um, I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so quickly then, what's your score? Um, I put a three and a half. I didn't put the half, I put three. Okay. I think story, song, songs, the artwork, the fact that the voices link up with the mouth, which didn't in Alice in Wonderland, It there were times when she was speaking and she had like a mouth full of sugar. Oh, right, like, yeah, yeah, I was, see what you mean. Whereas this one just felt more polished, very much like Cinderella did. Yeah, I felt, you know, it had the fact that I liked the story. Yeah. It was easy. It yeah. was not, it didn't drag. There wasn't any boring bits. No. There was no plot holes. There such. was a few. It's more like a fantasy, so you can't yeah, really... Yeah, so you can't really no. say that um, there's a plot. And, yeah, if Peter and Wendy had been stronger... And there wasn't any of the racial stereotypes, it would have gotten four. See, I think that if there was too many characters that went to Neverland, I think if it had been maybe just, just Peter Wendy, and Wendy. Yeah. or maybe Wendy and a younger brother, which was in the original, which was in the original, then that would make more sense. But at the time, I couldn't. I couldn't care less which one of those kids died. Because I can't remember half the names. Yeah, I mean, I don't think as well the um, oh, the lost boys get enough. No. I mean, I they, forget about them they've all got the time. proper development in the play. I think and yeah. they've got names and everything. Whereas the Disney version, they're only separated by their fur animal outfits. Yeah. Um. So I think there are some bits that could be worked on on there, which is why I don't think any higher than a three. But I will say that I, it's Peter Pan. It's yeah. I mean, I'll say to the boys, let's put Peter Pan on. Yeah, there is a reason why we still know that film now, and it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily like Alice, where it was just the characters, Mm -hmm. or it wasn't like Cinderella and Snow White, where it's either the first one or it's one of the princesses. Mm You know, if you look at all the stories that have come before, I think this is one of the strongest stories and the well put together. The most memorable. Yeah. It doesn't help, obviously, it's been redone and redone 
and redone. I still think that this is the definitive, and I don't think I could say that about others. Um, it's hard because I mean I've not seen all the versions. No. Like I haven't seen the Hugh Jackman one. No, I've and I haven't seen... seen the Jason Isaacs ones. I'm meaning like playing Cook. So Hugh yeah. Jackman's in Pan. I've seen few or I've seen bits. Jason Isaacs is in Peter Pan. I couldn't Which tell you, was to be done honest. in like early 2000. I think it was like the time he was doing um, Malfoy. Oh, there was in Thingy Hook, Robin Williams. No. That has never happened. This is a play hook, no. Does he play Peter Pan? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I I've was just going to get. Either, Have yeah. you not? No. <gasps> No, I know. Criminal. You really need to watch it, Stephen. It's on my list of things that I'd like to watch, but oh, I just yeah. I just never get around to it. I'm, oh. su- I'm such a busy human being. Oh. I am. I am such a busy I'm, human being. Because I was just the way to say, out of all the versions that's been done, Steven Spielberg, to me, he just got it all right. There's no... Um, Is like, it on Disney Plus, that version? With no, Robin I don't Williams? think so. I watched a version of Peter Pan when I babysit um, Jacob and Finley once with Luke. It could have been on Netflix and we had Netflix on. Could have been. Yeah, it could have been. And wasn't the guy who, what's his name, some machine, was he in it? No. No. Maybe I'm making it up. Yeah. No, Maggie Smith plays Wendy older. Yes, yes. No, it is that one. I've watched okay. it around yours. You weren't there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think I went to the cinema to see it. Or oh, my mum definitely rented it out. Um, yeah, I think she would have rented it because I would have been four or five at the time. Because 91, I think, it came out. Oh, I'd have been well too young. Yeah, yeah. you would have been. I'd have been a baby. Um, so, I'd yeah, I think I had it on video. I definitely had it on video. I definitely... Like, I definitely my mum rented it. I remember all the um, different videos being in, like, HMV and things like yeah. that. I remember them being there, and I, it's just a film. Mm. I've never seen George of the Jungle, but I remember the videos, I remember yeah. the trailer. Yeah. But I don't mm-hmm. remember the film because I've not watched it, so... But, as a... Yeah. I mean, apart from the Disney version, if I was going to recommend any, you know, other version, it would definitely be Hook. And to me... It like if if somebody was going to say, would you want the Disney version or Spielberg? It would be Spielberg's version. Yeah, so, I, uh, I suppose yeah. I've not. And I think we have put it on for the boys before, but they've not really paid attention. But I just don't think they're old enough yet. But no. they will yeah. enjoy it because it's yeah yeah. So yeah. Hmm. So that's Peter so Pan. that's Peter Pan. Next and week is Lady in the Tramp. Oh, Lady! <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually, when I did an essay on Lady in the Tramp, I learnt a lot that actually I think, I think the facts that will come out in that one will be very surprising. I think the facts that people know, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of things that people don't know mm-hmm. and yeah I'm really looking forward to sharing some of those oh, so good. 
I uh, yeah, I really want people to come and join us next week and oh. yeah, have have fun with Lady and the Tramp. Yeah, it's, it's it's one I never liked growing up. Really? Never liked it. It was only when I worked at the Disney store and I watched the Blu-ray uh-huh. that I actually enjoyed it. Aww. So, so you just have to join us next week. Yes, please. Hear all of those week. facts. Um, um, and if you watch this week's episode, please um, leave a review because it helps. Yeah, we like five stars. <laughs> yes, we like to see reviews. We yeah. like to see comments. We like to see just shares, subscribes, yeah. whatever, whatever, whatever you can do to help. Yeah. And um, and if you have listened, thank you so much. Yes, and um, we will speak to you next week. Yeah, I'm Jamie, and I'm Stephen, and this is the Jamie and Stephen Show. Let's talk Disney, movies, music, and magic. <laughs> see you next week. Bye. Bye.